visit Cape and Cowell Comics at 1601 Clay Street in downtown Oakland, California, open every day, or online at capeandcowlcomics.com. Welcome to the Cape and Cowell Comics Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by Clara May and Betty Kathigi. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing all right. All right. Great having you guys here. Um, today, we're going to talk about black superheroes. It is February, which is Black History Month, so great time to talk about black superheroes. And I didn't want to spend too much time on our backstories, but just real quick, I wanted to point out that all three of us are pretty big comic geeks, and all three of us are people of color as well, right? Uh, I myself am Asian American. Clara, you are biracial. Asian American, right? (laughs) And Betty, you are a black nerd, a blurred, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) Right on. Cool. So, yeah, I think it's just three nerds having a conversation today, right? And I know we discussed this earlier, but I wanted to have I wanted to have it be uh, more along the lines of black superheroes in mainstream media. Um, very recently, black superheroes have really come to mainstream consciousness, right? Um, but before we kind of dive in there, I wanted to give some context. So black superheroes have been around a long time. So it really all started with Black Panther, 1966. So it's just over 50 years ago now where Black Panther made his first appearance in Fantastic Four issue 52 and yep it was the first mainstream black superhero and Marvel Comics really kind of led the way during that period a few years later 1969 we saw the first appearance of Falcon the first African-American black superhero in Captain America and shortly after that 1972 the first appearance of Luke Cage the first black superhero who had his own title. He was actually the protagonist. So, you know, even though this this trend of black superheroes in the mainstream consciousness has been a pretty recent thing, black superheroes in comic books, there's a long history of it, right? And I think these three characters in particular are kind of a good starting point because they really are kind of leading the way in this recent big, big time kind of awakening of, of, of what we're seeing here in uh, with black superheroes. So yeah, why don't we start there? Um, One thing I think would be good to uh, note is we're, we're, we're finally seeing black superheroes in movies and TV, but is it are these good portrayals like i think we've all waited so long and there is a lot of excitement to it but you know n- you know we've seen these characters and others in these last uh, few years and you know i think we can kind of take a step back and really sort of look at it with a critical eye are these good portrayals can we do better you know mm-hmm. what do you guys think <laughs> It's a big question. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think it's really interesting that you tied in like sort of the historical past with like this new reboot um, and this new um, sort of generation of film and television heroes. Um, I freely admit that I'm not uh, like my historical canon in comic books isn't that great. My gateway drug into comics was Why the Last Man and Agent 355 was the first um, super like comic book person that I really um, identified with and got really excited about. Um, But I am super into the new Marvel like you know um entities i'm a big mcu fangirl so i'm i'm loving a lot of the stuff but i am i am very critical about some of the portrayals especially um luke cage is probably the one i had the most um issues with um but i'd love to hear from the rest of the group too before i jump in on my soapbox i've been like let me tell you well i I mean i I think I'm curious. Maybe, maybe why don't we just dive right in? Because so to me, Luke Cage was. Yeah. I mean, I did have some issues, but yeah. I, it was for me. It was it was it was pretty. I, I thought it was great, but yeah. What, yeah. what what were your thoughts about it? Well, so and and to back it up, I did watch um, the first season of Daredevil, and then I watched mm-hmm. um, Jessica Jones, and then Luke Cage was the third offering um, in that sort of sp- scope. Uh, or maybe I think Daredevil did season two, but. Um, I thought there was a lot of pros, and I don't ever want to just completely bash anything. There were a lot of things that are excited that you could get excited about, and I did get excited about. Um, I loved the trailer hooked me with the um, Wu Tang. Like it oh, yeah. just it was incredible. <laughs> I was like ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was there was a lot of great things, and I don't think things need to be perfect to exist either. I think like you know you you create your best artwork and then you let it stand and let people yeah. critique it or challenge it. But um, th- my problem came a lot from like the respectability politics of it. Um, there was a lot that where they tied to like tie in culture to this gang activity, and that started really getting on my nerves after a certain point because it was like with Jessica Jones, there was a bad actor and Jessica Jones who was the heroine, but it was an endemic mm-hmm. of like a bigger societal issue. And then like with um, with Daredevil again, there was bad, bad actors, and then there was good actors, and with um, Luke Cage with them complete, kind of like constantly beating me over the head with a history lesson that they started tying like the bad actors more into the culture like look what's happening in Harlem and like Atticus Finch did this and like this is what we should be doing and I remember one of the things one of the first scenes Luke Cage is in the barbershop and he's like I, I have this broom so black people can see men working and I was like are you <laughs> kidding me like I could not believe that like it just it, it got so bad for me that I was just like I was cringing. I loved the saturation of the colors. I loved like, you know, seeing these great complex actors, but there were moments and then they and they and then they sort of conflated the whole like black man in a hoodie, mm-hmm. hands up, don't mm-hmm. shoot, but they didn't really execute it yeah. that well. And they kept like making it about low level drug dealers and not about more systemic changes. So like yeah. don't touch that unless you're gonna like mm-hmm. kind of uh, like talk more about like how societal issues also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was brought up to the creator and he um, he kind of like tried to distance mm. himself from saying he was trying to make any political statement, but you know, when it's going to air in a time where people are talking about police brutality, obviously people are going to make that connection. And I think, yeah. And I think some of the audience was like, Hey, the statement is there. And he's like, it's not a statement. And then it was, I, you know, a lot of people didn't know how to take that. You know? mm. <laughs> yeah. Just, see. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, I mean, Misty Knight was my homie. I loved her. Oh, she was amazing. (laughs) She was great. And I think a lot of people were waiting for Misty Knight. I know I follow some people who are, like, Misty Knight's Afro on Twitter or something. Like, (laughs) all these people who are, like, Misty Knight fangirls, so they got their day in the sun, and I think everybody was really excited about her. Yeah, a lot of people pointed out that um, Misty was introed, like, in the 70s. Um, And Jessica Jones was introed in, like, 2001. More recent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Jessica was the one who got the show, and a lot of people were like, hey, uh, you uh-huh. know, you know, we were oh, here 30 years before you. Like, where is Misty Knight's show? Yeah. Misty and, and Colleen Wing's show. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I think we did, I did want to leave some time later mm-hmm. for uh, black female superheroes mm-hmm. as well. I mean, the three characters are brought up happen to all be men um, but it is indicative I think yeah. you know there's a reason why you know Jessica Jones got the show before a Misty Knight show yeah. and you know so many other examples um, but yeah what else like I think um, with TV uh, TV does tend to be a little bit more cr- progressive there is a Jessica Jones show there is a Luke Cage show mm-hmm. uh, in the movies the diversity is 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 pretty lacking mm-hmm. um, and even though I think it's great that Falcon was introduced into the MCU and was in quite a few movies he's been in four to date right Ant-Man Avengers 2 Winter Soldier and Civil War yeah. right but never as a, a, main, character. a main character right <laughs> what, what do you guys think of uh, Anthony Mackie and and the Falcon character I mean, I love him. Um, I love his character. I love that they um, they kind of introduced him as someone who's kind of struggling with, you know, he goes to the PTSD classes and he had that connection um, to Captain America. Like, I thought that was a great way to tie it into the present day. Um, I mean, but you also don't see him a lot, so it's hard for me to have like a fully formed yeah. opinion on him because he he is the sidekick, you know. So mm-hmm. it's no, he's a really supportive character. Yeah, he like is. He, yeah. he yeah. propels Captain America's storyline, mm-hmm. and he's he's yeah. there. But I, I, it is hard to kind of have a yeah. fully formed opinion on him. The first time you see first time you see him away from Captain America is in Ant Man. Yeah. He kind of like has like that small cameo. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's just a fight basically. Yeah, and it's that's a it. comedic role. Yeah. Yeah. it's funny. Yeah, but, yeah, and. But, I mean, that being said, they always have time, you know, with him. He becomes Captain America, I believe, in the comic books. So you never know where they're going to go with that in the movies. So I think hopefully we'll learn more about him. But, yeah, he's been a bit... It hasn't been as as developed as he could be, but yeah. he has the one liners and he's great yeah. comedy and you know cool wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to point out that it's I think in terms of a movie adaptation, they really did some cool stuff because yeah. in the original comics, the character was well. First of all, his costume was ridiculous; like he looked it's really a little, goofy. It's a little, little yeah, weird. yeah, and he in the his origins in the comics were not military based, mm. and he was. It was a pretty stereotypical. He was like a street thug. Mm-hmm. And um, what we see in the movies, it's a very different character. And I think they, they did well with that adaptation. Like mm-hmm. they, 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 they made the right choices, like making him into a military veteran mm-hmm. and giving him like military tech mm-hmm. as his costume and essentially his, his powers. That was a 
pretty good choice, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's a great choice. And then I also think it was really nice to give him that to bond with with Steve because, yeah. like, how else would you, you know, justify Explain their relationship? Why yeah. A man. Yeah, because otherwise he's a guy with a real falcon like, yeah and then talk to it birds. Would, you would have to explain why he's hanging out with captain america yeah, yeah but that Strange. military background i thought that was a great like empathetic moment yeah. where they bond over like coming yeah. back home and mm-hmm. even though with steve it's man out of time because it's been how many years later they still talked about like coming back home and that re-entry yeah. and i thought yeah. that was a really cool cool choice mm-hmm. you're right yeah and one other thing one other kind of cool thing i thought is you know clara we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about before about these sort of token minority mm-hmm. superheroes yeah. that kind of don't serve much purpose. Yeah. The Falcon actually is a great compliment, complimentary sidekick to Cap because one thing Captain America can't do, he can do a lot, but he can't fly. So the, their powers actually work well together. At the end of Winter Soldier, uh, Cap relies on Falcon in some moments to get him around, you know? Yeah. So uh, the, his his powers and abilities are relevant to the story, are relevant mm-hmm. to moving uh, our heroes to to victory, right? Yeah. So I think that's important, you know, that he actually, he matters. He matters in the story. <laughs> yeah, so does. No, that is, that's a big, right? that's a big one. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we like, we're going to start an Anthony Mackie fan club at the end of this. Henry's brought us all around. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you know, yeah. this guy's actually kind of okay. Like, there's, there's more under the surface there. Yeah. Cool. So, but I mean, like, yeah. if you're gonna do Marvel sidekicks, though, my man, my main man, uh, Don Cheadle as a, <laughs> a war machine. Oh, okay, yeah, that's oh my, my God, like, yeah. that's who I'm. Well, I mean, we'll see Black Panther. If Black Panther drops the accent, then I'm all aboard Black Panther. <laughs> oh. But the accent was so terrible. Uh-oh. But like, I love him. I loved him. I love his intro. I can't wait to see Wakanda. Like, you will never find somebody more excited about Black Panther than yeah. me. Yeah. But his accent, it was just, it was so unnecessary because like his dad had a South African accent. Just do a South African accent, but he did this weird like amalgamation of like nothingness, and I'm just like, what are you doing? But if like if he loses the accent, he will be my number one. But right now, my number one is War Machine, Don Cheadle holding it down. I love that guy to the moon and back. Hey, yeah, let's talk about War Machine a little bit because it's a kind of a troubled history with that character. Is in the first Iron Man. Oh, Rody yeah. Rody was played by Terrence Howard, and they were like, "Surprise! Yeah. We're not going to explain and, it. We just well, switched out black people." Yeah, like, okay. That that immediately yeah. came to my mind was that if they were to pull this move on, say, Robert Downey Jr., there'd be riots throughout the country, right? Yeah. But they just kind of flipped it. No big deal. Oh, just yeah. put another black guy in there. So I'd love to get both your thoughts about the, the switch to. To from one black actor to another for for James Rhodes. <laughs> I think it's they don't even remotely look alike. No. So I think for me for them to switch it with like I feel like the only other you know like black actor they knew you know is, is just yeah, okay. like who's available. Yeah, you know? just, it is such a jarring switch, yeah. and for them to not even make some sort of like fourth wall break joke about it i was just like oh my god you know that actually probably would have been kind of nice like yeah. uh hey you look yeah. different yeah, like yeah. Right the camera. yeah well there was a very subtle nod to it in iron man 2 at stark when he first sees Rhodes mm-hmm. come into uh, i think it was like a press conference yeah. um he, oh, yeah. he's like what are you doing here <laughs> and he just like just deal with it i'm here let's move on you know something like that so very subtle oh yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. i can read, I that. I read that that way i can read it that way but like we'll be nice yeah. to marvel and interpret it oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah betty so you're a huge 
Don Cheadle fan, what, what are your thoughts on all of this? Well, so with... I love like Terrence Howard did a really great job in the first mm-hmm. film, and I was hooked on him. And one of the things I love about the MCU and why I'm such an MCU fangirl is the way that it, the world was woven together, and like all the continuity was like so exciting for me. So that is the one like little thorn in my side is like you go back to Captain or you go back mm-hmm. to Iron Man one, and it's a different Rhodey, and it's like ah, that's the one <laughs> thing that just drives me nuts. Yeah. But I thought that like Don Cheadle was obviously such a great addition. Mm-hmm. I thought he brought something really like grounding to Rhodey. I just I don't know. I I I, I might have, be biased in this. I might not be the most <laughs> fair like judge because Rhodey is like, come on, it's on yeah. And like, I had a I had a really big discussion with somebody else about like the differences between Falcon and Rhodey in mm-hmm. terms of like because they're both like sidekicks to these yeah. main white yeah. male protagonists. But I just like the way that Rhodey and Tony's relationship is still some sort of antagonistic. Like you know, like Rhodey doesn't take any of Tony's shit. Like That's even true. though like he kind of. You know, he plays somewhat of the similar role, but he pushes back in such a yeah. vibrant way yeah. that, like, he it does. feels like they're two different people who mm-hmm. don't need to exist with each other. Yeah. Whereas, like, Falcon seems a little bit somewhat dependent on Steve. Like, yeah. if yeah. they fought, he would be out of the story. Whereas, if Rhodey yeah. fought Tony, the, like, there was a whole movie where they did fight, and, yeah. like, he was yeah. still around because yeah. he was just so mm-hmm. relevant. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I like that, too. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we can move on. So I thought the next topic would be kind of just looking back and looking ahead. So, you know, this recent sort of explosion of black superheroes, um, it's not the first time we've seen a black superhero in a movie. Wesley Snipes as Blade. You know, that was a big deal. He was in a whole trilogy. Now, you know, the, the box office of those films weren't quite at the level of, you know, MCU films. And the comic book character, those were kind of lesser known comics. Um, but certainly, you know, that I think that really kind of set a precedence, you know, not only for black superheroes, but I mean, you could argue that, that Blade kind of kicked off this whole Marvel movie run. You know, it preceded the MCU, it preceded Spider-Man, it preceded the X-Men. So any thoughts on Blade and, and sort of just looking back? I'm going to fight with Marvel right now because when I went to that Comic-Con and they were like, we're going to do a new Blade and it's going to be his daughter. And I was like, yes! <laughs> like everything in my heart yeah, got yeah. so happy and I like try to find like, like info about yeah. that title and mm-hmm. it's just not there. Yeah, so, they just dropped it and walked away. And nobody said anything because it was like just such a small announcement mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. I, me and Marvel are like fisticuffs <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i didn't hear about that so yeah, it was supposed to be blade's daughter like oh, how man. amazing mm-hmm. this half vampire well i don't know if she would be half vampire yeah. but like it was yeah. okay <laughs> other people talk now because i'm still upset yeah clara any thoughts on um, wesley snipes or blade this is kind of going well, back a ways off, wesley's like re- he really wants to do another blade. i don't know if he sees twitter oh yeah <laughs> Like, he's ready. I mean, I feel like he already has the outfit, like, underneath his clothes. He's, ready to, he's like, ready to go. Yeah, he, he is. But, um, you know, I did look up how many films featuring non-white leads we've had since Blade, because I was like, that can't be the, you know, that can't be the only one. Yeah. So I looked it up, and I found that between Blade and uh, Black Panther, we're going to have 44 films from Marvel. Mm-hmm. And the only film that has had a black lead since, you know, once we get to Black Panther is Blade 2 and then Blade Trinity. <laughs> oh, so clearly Blade is the only one, wow. you know, 
over 40 films. movies. Yeah, 44 movies, yeah. and two of them since Blade 1 wow. will have been yeah. with Black Leads. That sucks. That's a huge discrepancy. That does. Yeah. Like, and I know we're like the topic is Black History Month and mm-hmm. Black Cothers, but I, uh, Black Comic Book people, but it's also like appalling. Like, we've we have three you know like yeah. with asian representation or latinx representation yeah. it's like it gets even more dire. oh yeah oh yeah no <laughs> absolutely so yeah but no like you would hope that it would usher in this like sort of renaissance like yeah. once we get the door open like all of a sudden we're gonna yeah. like have this flood of like vibrant yeah. wonderful dynamic characters and then you don't and it yeah. goes like what happened yeah no yeah. I, I was surprised to learn that blade was considered their first major you know, blockbuster mm-hmm. film. Yeah. And then, like, you would think the success from that would have... I mean, like, obviously the success was enough to make Blade 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Right. But it wasn't enough for them to say, like, look at Luke Cage or yeah. look at Storm or look at all these other characters yeah. and let's make yeah. a movie. And... and Okay, as, as here's my MCU fangirl hat. <laughs> so, but to be fair to them, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, back... I think Blade was... And somebody, you know, I don't know if you have fact checkers still to say, but like, (laughs) fact checkers check me on this, but like, I think before um, Marvel got into the production company Mm -hmm. side of things, they just sold off their licensing to like studios. So like Sony and Fox. So I don't think it was them. I think Mm -hmm. it was like either Sony or Fox or Paramount or whoever pictures produced it. And so now when they they started doing Mm -hmm. their lesser known properties and doing their own in-house stuff, I think they got, they're they're being a lot more bold. They're doing Miss Marvel. They're doing Inhumans Mm -hmm. and Black Panther. So I think they kind of get it more than but although they didn't oh, start like that it. way they started yeah, with Robert yeah. Daddy Judy so I don't know who's right <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I like what you mentioned Clara mm-hmm. about all this time passing between mm-hmm. Blade and Black Panther because there really hasn't been anything in terms of a, a black protagonist um, but next year we have the Black Panther film Wakanda <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um, I can't wait and a lot of people are highly anticipating oh, this flick. We flip. are renting out a theater. It's yeah. going to be Black Panther so lit. Like, we are so yeah. ready. Everybody I know is so ready for this film. Like, I'm already looking at stuff from Atlanta. They've already started principal <laughs> photography. Yeah. I am like... Because they... Not only did they come through, they came through in mm-hmm. such an epic way because it's like yeah. Angela Bassett and Danai Guerrero oh, yeah. and Lupita Nyong'o oh, and yeah. Michael B. Jordan yeah. and like, and I was following the news, the casting news when they had Ava DuVernay first yeah. and they were trying yeah, to go yeah. after her yeah. and I think they went F. Scott Gary and yeah. they were all this and then they finally rocked down Ryan Coogler and I was yeah. like, oh, it's all coming together. Yeah, yeah. It's all coming together. So like, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm scared about setting too high expectations. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I gonna go into the theater and not be excited oh if it's God. like yeah. not well, the best thing? I mean, I would argue that there is a lot riding on this. Mm-hmm. You know, a yeah. lot riding on this. There's, it's it's kind of ang- 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 I'm you know I'm anxious. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, just again to go to the historical context a bit. Uh, there's something particularly special about this character. You know, we talked about like the Falcon in the comics, how he's kind of goofy. He, there was stereotype origins. Luke Cage, too. I mean, he had an afro. He this ridiculous. Sweet Christmas. He, yeah. had a cha- he literally had a chain. chain. And and that, that, what was it? That yellow shirt was just, like, awful. And, again, <laughs> you know, again, he... To certain people. Some people might have liked it. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> maybe back then. Maybe back then. But, uh, yeah, and, again, he had, he had, like, thug roots and stuff, too. But... The Black Panther never 
fell into any of that. He was always this this regal, uh, proud, um, just really respectable, super intelligent, and super resourceful, incredible character, you know? And from the beginning, I mean, this is 1966, you know? And to see a character like that then, mm-hmm. it really, I mean, to me, th- that's part of the, the expectation. Like, you know, they, they better fucking live up to this character, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. not, and not only that, um, we've, we've seen what happened to the, the Ghostbusters reboot and the haters are out there and i feel like when black panther drops this i don't know there's going to be like a battle of some sorts you know so if if it's it's got to be great you know it's got to be great and it's got to just it's kind of like um kind of like what uh star wars has done you know there are a lot of haters for um a female lead or a black character with finn um, they kind of they kind of just shut everyone up because yeah. they're they're just this this satisfied everyone. Yeah. I feel like Black Panther kind of needs to do the same thing. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't want to put too much pressure on it because I just like I also want to just go and have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like if if they make something and I go and I have my popcorn and I walked yeah. out high fiving yeah. all my friends, I'm like, well, fuck the haters. You know, like I had no, a great. It's true. I think for the fans, like. Yeah. I think it's going to satisfy. I think from the studio heads yeah, point of the view, studios. they're the ones who are watching it, and they're like, is this going to go the way of Catwoman? You know, Because oh. then they can use it as justification for, this is why we don't have... You know, like which is films. bullshit. <laughs> How many white lead films bomb? Yes. Yeah, we oh, man. Many. yeah, and they still make them. They still yeah, find they still fund make the them. same directors, yeah. the same actors who are bad. But you know, like you get one bad, get... diversely led one, and, and that yes. is it. Yeah, and yeah. then they point it out every and time. Like that's why we can't yeah. have new things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. are you joking? But yeah. yeah, and then also when you were talking, it also did make me think. Like, first of all, I'm just gonna go back here and be like. I don't know that I agree with Black Panther and Storm. I said it. I said okay. it here on this thing. Okay. I just did it. I saw this all over Twitter. It was amazing. Everyone that was, was like, no. That was forced. I just it just didn't. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. I'm just. And by the way, Storm is Kenyan. I just want to point that out because a lot of people think she's Egyptian, but no, she's Kenyan. Um, but the thing is. It's kind of like the Madonna whore thing with women, though. It's like mm-hmm. either you are this person from the streets, which you know. You're this flawed human, but you're, like, bad. And then you're, like, Mm -hmm. or you're this super good person. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. I actually like my characters somewhere in between. I love to see them struggle with things. I love to see them develop and grow Mm -hmm. and progress and stuff like that. So I actually don't want him to be too perfect because then, like, then what are you doing? Like, what am I watching you do? Because, like, you know, he is this, like, African prince and we've seen his dad pass away. But I I hope there's some sort of internal conflict or something that he's trying to escape or get over or outlive because otherwise... He's gonna be static, like just like this idol, and and that's yeah. not gonna be really fun to watch. Like Tony Stark has like like this huge ego yeah. and PTSD and yeah, all this yeah. stuff, and like you know Bruce Banner has like all these issues, and yeah. everyone has all these like this baggage. And if if he comes to the scene without any baggage, I just don't know how compelling he's gonna be. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't know. I don't and know. just to clarify, yeah, he, with Storm and Black Panther, you're referring to in the comics where they get married. Is yeah. that right? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. They get married, which is an interesting thing. I don't know. I watched. By the way, there was like a BET 
cartoon of Black Panther. That was my first intro <laughs> oh, to Black yeah, Panther. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. I watched yeah, it. It yeah, was yeah. like that, like, weird animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's when I watched it, and I used to love it. I really, yeah. really loved it. I think it was Jaiman Hudson who, yeah, like, yeah, voiced yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. And I think, I think Storm was in it for a bit, but I was just like, I mm-hmm. have this whole thing with Storm where I, I really love Storm. She's not my favorite X-Men. Gambit's actually my, second, my favorite X-Men, mm-hmm. but Storm is my second favorite X-Men. And when they put them together, I was just like... <laughs> These, we can have nice things that yeah. exist in two yeah. separate spaces yeah. like they were just like the wedding of the yeah. century well if it's any comfort Storm is a Fox property movie wise so they will never, <laughs> never see it right you won't see it in the Fox movies will never <laughs> let it go there you go there you go well I don't know we'll see like, I mean Sony started sharing with Spider-Man so that's yeah, true that's true I've but never I heard seen the, the relationship is more contentious with yeah. Marvel and Fox I've heard that too that's well, why they put out that Fantastic Four film that was bad, just so they can keep the rights. Oh, yeah, just so Marvel can't have them. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's like, something going on. Yeah, they scene. must not be on good terms, though, because yeah. they did that whole Quicksilver in both, <laughs> both movies thing. That was so weird. <laughs> and both of them were bad. Can we just like, acknowledge how both of them had like awful hair? They weren't even great representations of their characters. Oh, Quicksilver. Okay, yeah. we're going we're yeah. right we're like quicksilver well still looking ahead a bit i know it seems like the room is a little bit marvel sided uh but you know uh, dc (laughs) is releasing the justice league movie and there is a black superhero in it cyborg (laughs) Mm -hmm. so any thoughts on on that character at all we we really seen hardly any of them uh, leading up to to the jla movie but any thoughts (laughs) I'll let you take this one because I don't have any faith right now that Snyder is able to handle the Justice League Mm. film very well. So, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of Cyborg, but I just just don't know. I don't know how he's going to handle it. I know from the trailers we saw um, the animation on his, you know, his metal side was a little funky. and he had like one line in, mm-hmm. in the trailer where he called out Batman or something. So it's it's hard for us to know right now yeah. <laughs> what it's going to be like. It is a um, a potential win for not only black superheroes but mm-hmm. disabled superheroes too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Clary, you're probably your concern isn't so much you know the representation of Cyborg, just the quality of the film, yeah, right? I just- <laughs> not to have faith in the DC you know extended universe because I love the DC characters like probably more than Marvel but like <gasps> what I know I'm sorry no, it's like, great it's like it's so we good can, we I can know. yeah you can but, take DC yeah, yeah I love DC but the quality is just not there yeah. compared yeah. to the Marvel films like they make great TV great mm-hmm. animated stuff but the yeah. films oh my god I don't know. Yeah, and real quick, I mean, Zack Snyder has directed Man of Steel and he has directed uh, be Batman and be Superman. And both of, both <laughs> See, we almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that's how right, and that's probably your fr- frame of reference, right? Those two yes, films? Yeah, those yeah. two films, yeah. Okay. Just the tone of those two, like carrying that into the Justice League, I just... No. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have thoughts? I, I I I was rooting for you guys with Suicide Squad because like honestly, oh like God, I, I, I I liked Batman Begins a lot. I loved mm-hmm. um yeah. I loved uh Dark Knight. Um Dark Knight Rises had some issues. Yeah, um yeah. but like 
I was like, you know, but nothing else that was coming out of the DC house was like really getting me hooked the way MCU did. And then Suicide Squad trailer came out and I was like, this might be good. I was excited, yeah. And thought- we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you in the infamous words of Tyra Banks. And like, you guys, what it the was hell? It so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. So yeah, I don't, I mean, I hope you get a win. Um, I don't know. Um, the thing is, but you did bring up the fact that TV, you did, a DC property got me on TV. I watched The Flash on the CW, which yeah. is my fa- one of my favorite yes. shows right now. And Wally West is Kid Flash on that show. And it's such a good show. I just, I can't, we'll spend a whole hour on it. So I'm going to get off of that. But he's my, my, you know, he's a black uh, superhero on that show. Yeah, the portrayal of the West on that show is incredible. Joe West is amazing. Iris is amazing. Let's not even start because Iris West is just all hail the queen. Especially this season. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. I can't even like. Let's no, not, because yeah, I will be here all day. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love it. If only the movies, mm. you know, if yeah. they were at the quality of the shows, I would love the films. Probably, but, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, moving on. Uh, I think it's great. There's this great proliferation of black superheroes in in the mainstream media now, but. You know, the caveat, of course, being they're mostly men. Mm-hmm. Um, the portrayals of black females in in these shows and movies are pretty minimal um let's talk about that a bit uh i think so we brought up misty knight well that's that's a good starting point misty knight from the luke cage series um seems like we're all fans of the performance and the character uh any other thoughts is she she's not enhanced though is she on this show she's just a normal yeah. person right so, far, so far so far yeah. Yeah. she yeah. might mm-hmm. do the arm thing later yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah everyone thought it was going to happen at the end but no. that's yeah, another thing yeah. that there there are black women in these shows and movies but they're, they tend not to be superheroes they're just kind of yeah. side yeah. characters yeah. They're, yeah they're just like normal yeah. people yeah. So. I always like to bring up uh, like Civil War because mm-hmm. everyone always says, oh, it's a really diverse film. And then it's like, it's a diverse film for men. You know, they <laughs> yeah. have three men of color, yeah. but the only black women or like any women of color they had in the film was um, there was the, the Dora Milaje. Um, Oh, is, is that it how you pronounce Black it? Panthers? Yeah, uh, he had like guard. A, yeah, he had yeah. guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Told you know Scarlett Johansson to move. Move, yeah. And then yeah. the other one was the woman who was mourning the death of her son, and that's right. the one. Who Which wasn't... is the first time that they messed up because she is. She had already been in the. She, she's in Luke Cage. Yeah. As, Oops. Um, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was the first. I was oh, like, that's right. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You can't. It's like <laughs> Sunday. It's worse than Rhodey because yeah, it's, it's the same actor. We're not supposed to remember. Yeah. You're right. It, yeah. I'm telling you, Marvel has like the sheet of a certain number <laughs> yeah. of actors oh, of color, and that's like all they choose from. Now that's gonna drive me crazy because like I remember it being a thing, and then Rhodey being a thing, and yeah. and not connecting the two. But now that they're in my head, now there's two thorns in my side. But yeah, um, yeah. No, there are like black women around, but they're yeah, like they're nameless a lot. Yeah. They're yeah. like don't have powers. They're not really at the forefront of anything. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson is really the only one holding it down for the MCU. Um, and again, still so a side far. character. You know, yeah. she hasn't had her own movie or yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Right, which is criminal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, 
So we brought up Storm earlier. Now, she's actually been in several movies, you know, never as a lead character, <laughs> yeah, but, you yeah. know, we've had a, a couple different um, portrayals of Storm. And yeah, what do you, what do you guys think of, of the Halle Berry Storm? And we had a, a new Storm recently in mm-hmm. X-Men Apocalypse mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. right? Any yeah. thoughts? I like the newer one, even though I wasn't crazy about the storyline. Yeah, no, I agree. I really like the new one. As much as I love Halle Berry, I just wasn't, wasn't getting really much of the Storm vibe from her, Not you know? And and she was really relegated in all of the movies, so just kind of being this, like, motherly figure who didn't really, I don't know, they just really, like, shoehorned her in that role, and it was, like... You're absolutely right, and I think that's you're starting to like give me more clarity on what my problem with was with her was, and I think it was like Halle Berry was at like this really great point in her career, and Storm is this really rich character, and they were like, let's put the two together and figure it out as we go along, and they never really Mm -hmm. got it. Like I don't think, and Halle's a like you know she's 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 got some good roles. I wouldn't you know come for her skills, but like she. I don't think she ever really got who Storm was. No, no, I get that one too. And I don't think that, like, they ever figured out how to tell her who Storm was, and so they just kept doing this weird game of, like, I don't know, what do you think? I don't know, what do you think? They tried to give her a romance. What in the hell? (laughs) She almost got defeated by Toad at one point. Wait, when did she have a romance? Did I miss that? Yeah, she was with um, Nightcrawler. Do you remember that? What? They were having, like, some thing. She rescued him. Uh, oh my god, was that what that was? It was like in the second movie. Oh my god, I totally missed that. It oh, was what? out of nowhere. And wait, I mean, I'm remembering like the t- the TV show, like she had a romance with like that when that one alternate universe she was with like mm-hmm. Wolverine. Yeah. And I always liked her as much as, like, all the fangirls of Rogue are going to come after me. But I always liked her with Gambit just because she was the one who brought Gambit mm-hmm. in, in comic book canon into the yeah. X-Men. Um, and I thought I liked their friendship. And then I was like, oh, that would that would be the only person who would make sense for her to turn mm-hmm. into a relationship. Because otherwise she was really celibate. Like, she really didn't yeah. have... Yeah. A lot of relationships which yeah. sucked. It was like, yeah. what are you doing, woman? I mean, like, <laughs> I just don't know how to they were just like, she's this perfect person, so we can't do anything with yeah. her. I think it was that thing about her yeah. being perfect and just yep. like yeah. on a pedestal. And yeah. it was like, uh-huh. have her get dirty and like confused and like, I yeah. mean, she did stuff with warlocks for a while. Okay, anyways. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I I agree. I I liked her in X Men Apocalypse. It just I wanted to see more. Like that was yeah. my main takeaway from yeah. that movie. Like I wanted to see a whole lot more of Storm. She did so little. Yeah, so. she wasn't integral to the story, which was just Yeah. And she sure. looked up to um to Jennifer Lawrence's character, which like blew my mind. Like she <laughs> Oh right, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> she really liked Mystique. Yeah, she had like a picture of her. <laughs> oh, in, that's right. Yeah, you know, I was just like, this is not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. At all. Yeah. They really yeah. like form the movie around Mystique, and then you know you kind of get Storm on the side again. Yeah. 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 I think I yeah I think that people just need to invest in these characters, like yeah. real investment of mm-hmm. who is this person, how would they react in certain situations, what are their like biggest fears, mm-hmm. what are their biggest you know I mean I know in Canada she had claustrophobia and yeah. mm-hmm. there were some things that were there, but they were just like always brushed mm-hmm. over, and it wasn't like. Yeah. Like, Rogue was so rich because she couldn't touch people. That was, like, yeah. a real yeah. burden. Like, that was a barrier mm-hmm. to, like, intimacy, and they got to do so many things with that. Yeah. But yeah. with these other characters, they're like, 
Okay. Yeah, they're yeah, so they, great. Yeah. They have a hard time acknowledging anyone outside of uh, Logan, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's true. just like, yeah. I actually found this thing where somebody listed out um, how often the X-Men show up um, based on how much screen time they have across all the films. And the number one character was obviously Logan. Mm-hmm. So he has like, what was it? it was 237 minutes of screen time across like eight film eight or nine mm-hmm. films and then storm has 38 minutes oh geez. <laughs> wow. you know wow. so that's just like that's a huge difference yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's probably like just screen time if you think i think there was yeah. that guy who ran that project of um mm-hmm. like every word oh like a person, a person of color, of color speaks, speaks yeah. and it's like two seconds yeah, of like yeah, films yeah, it's yeah. like two hour long films yeah, and it'll yeah. be like two seconds and it's yeah. like holy crap so like i would love to see them mm-hmm. do like Storm's yeah. actual lines, and yeah. I feel like it would probably amount to like ten minutes for yeah. over like four films, which is just. I know in Days of Future Past it said two minutes. For her. That was the one where she, you know, she died. Oh right, right. The, the like the robots were coming, and then she. Just oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Off or I don't even remember what. And happened. that was the one was that was she was supposed to be with Wolverine in that right? Right? Because it was sort of no, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I don't remember. That. As, as you can tell, I still want her with yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> But yeah, no. But like, I feel like the, it, what makes a character compelling is like mm-hmm. their big like weakness. And yeah. so like with yeah. Logan, it's like he's immortal. He, everybody yeah. will die. Mm-hmm. It's really sad and terrifying. And like the experiments mm-hmm. and with Xavier, it's like he can hear the whole world. Like yeah. everybody has these really fundamental things. And with her, it was like, what's they didn't what's, bother. what's they Storm? Didn't, yeah. They didn't bother. Yeah. They were just mm-hmm. like. She's Storm. Mm-hmm. She's African. The end. Yeah, Those pretty much. <laughs> and I think that you can only go so so far with that. Yeah. Which, like, I'm really excited about the new characters that they're coming out with that are yes. really yes. cool. And mm-hmm. they at least started with a backstory for her, which was more than they ever did for Halle Berry. You know, like, oh. with the Halle Berry yeah. character, she always existed as the teacher already. And right, didn't, right. You know, know what she was up to. But this way... Hopefully it means, you know, we'll see a full arc for her. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, Clara, you had mentioned previously to me about, mm-hmm. you had some issues about the Amanda Waller character in Suicide Squad. So this is... <laughs> so many issues right? Suicide so this Squad. Is, no, she's played by Viola Davis, who is yes. a highly respected, great actress. So yes. what, what are your thoughts on, on that role? Oh my gosh. I mean, like, obviously Davis is an incredible actress, but the script they gave her and the character they gave her were just awful. And it's so frustrating because, like, in the comics, Amanda Waller, you know, the wall is she is, you know, she's super firm. She commands respect. She is always, like, one step ahead of everyone else. Um, And that's why people respect her character and they love her, um, even though she can be a giant, you know, like, bitch sometimes because, she, you know, she gets what she wants. But in Suicide Squad, they kind of, like, they had her kind of... I don't know. She she was kind of dumb. Like she, they kind of wrote it so that she would end up looking worse compared to um, the guy that she was instructing Rick. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so they kind of put him above her in the sense where she was making all these mistakes. Like she chose this whole team to fight this huge world-ending event. None of them are like, qualified to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like she's aware of Batman yeah. and the Flash existing, but for some reason she doesn't call them first. You know, it's kind of it. It's not explained. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I always question why. Okay, so there's there's this 
godlike figure, Superman. Yeah. He's a threat, yeah. you know. So why are you hiring a crazy woman with a baseball bat? Yeah. Like, how is that going to help you? you know? Ring, you know? I, mean, I love Harley Quinn, but yeah. where's the logic? No, in, yeah, the, that was the biggest issue of the movie is it didn't um, it didn't explain why the Suicide Squad was necessary. Like, yeah. in the comics, she hires them to do, like, black ops, undercover stuff. You know, small things yeah. that criminals can do. But in this movie, they tried to make it a huge thing you know a huge right, bad right. guy that none of them are equipped to deal with yeah right <laughs> so, so then it just makes her look bad um yeah and then she had to be rescued in the film and she's conveniently in a skyscraper exactly where the bad guy already is you know so oh, right. that looked it <laughs> yeah. was like why are you in a skyscraper why is it i mean it just like oh, there were so many things that made her look bad yeah you know when she could have been this really empowering character um and and she was just kind of ran poorly see yeah. now i'm offended on her behalf because yes. like, i didn't even know her background i didn't know yeah, all this yeah. good stuff about her and yeah. i'm like damn yeah why yeah, didn't they yeah. like make yeah, her the smart? guy who created her he like he specifically said he wanted and he originally created her as being a much larger less conventionally attractive mm-hmm. black woman because he thought that was important to show a woman who is valued for purely her, you know, her strength and, you know, how she commands respect. And not to say Davis doesn't command respect when she, you know, talks mm-hmm. and the way she acts, but it's, they definitely weakened her. Yeah. I mean, plot. you could have the best actor in the world, yeah. but given that script yeah, and that character, it's hard, it's a big hurdle to get yeah, past yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah, and it sounds like you hit the nail on the head, mm-hmm. though. They were coming up against, like, I think, you know, this was DC's effort to combat sort of this, like, you know, um, like a, gar- a Guardians of the Galaxy or, like, this sort of, like, um, ensemble film yeah. where they're fighting, like, this big bad and they, like, yeah. rolled it out too soon and they rolled it out at such <laughs> a high level that it's, like, <laughs> instead of fighting, like, I think that would have been such a smarter story if it yeah. was, like, a Black Ops, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like maybe a lower, not a world-ending event. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't do an Avengers, like, yeah. on the first one. Like, you do Iron Man yeah. 1, damn yeah. it. And then yeah. you do, you exactly. know, exactly. the smaller yeah. ones. And then they come together on, like, yeah. something. And, like, come together with, like, comparable skills. Like, yeah. if you <laughs> have, like... <laughs> the guy with the boomerang. The doesn't even... <laughs> the boomerang. It was just bad. You were just... losing in the beginning. <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think we're getting close to wrap up time. But yeah, any final thoughts? I think um, we've discussed quite a bit about um, the good and the bad. You know, there's we're seeing more than ever a lot of black superheroes in the mainstream. Some some are great portrayals, some not so great. Um, any thoughts about looking ahead or any any of the other characters maybe we haven't mentioned? Any thoughts at all? I mean, I know that they just announced that they're doing the cloak and dagger. Oh yeah, yeah, which is supposed to be a big thing. I haven't, I haven't read it, so I can't say much beyond mm-hmm. you know. A and lot is of that a show that. or a movie? Or? It's going to be a show. Okay, yeah. a Netflix yeah. show or? Oh, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw the announcement. I haven't. I did not read okay. it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I have friends who told me they're very excited about it, so that's coming up. But cloak mm-hmm. of cloak and dagger is a black man. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, um, I, I'm starting, like, after this conversation, I'm really starting to think about the fact that I don't know that my, like, like, my dope-ass comic book character exists yet, and that makes <laughs> me excited because yeah. that means she hasn't been written yet. Mm-hmm. I am seeing it as a woman who's yeah. funny and flawed and 
ferocious and like you know I think I think there's room for her and I want to see her come to life I mean I loved Agent 355 Mm -hmm. Um, I loved Gwen and Saga there's been a whole bunch of like cool um, women so far but um, I don't know that the one that I'm looking for is out there yet Yet. we need more black women yeah Yeah. and I see you in DC yeah hell yeah and and I think that we um that's also a call to like black comic um, creators, women, yes. like yes. start writing, start scripting, start storyboarding, mm-hmm. start drawing, like mm-hmm. get out there and do some cool shit and hawk your stuff so that I can find you and <laughs> buy it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point because uh, we've talked about a lot of characters. Some are great, some we didn't like so much, but even the greatest, the great ones, the greatest ones, the Black Panther mm-hmm. was created by two white men, yeah. Stan Lee yeah. and Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. I love them, but they are white and... You know, there's a lot to be said there. I think, you know, we could probably do like a whole <laughs> podcast about, you know, people of color yeah. creating oh, characters, stories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and but Miles Morales is my precious, precious baby. Oh, yes, he was created Miles. by a white man, too, yeah. but he's just my precious, precious baby, mm-hmm. and I love him. And yeah. I saw a panel of maybe him holding Kamala Khan's hand, and Kamala <laughs> Khan is my baby, and I love Kamala Khan, and if that happens, I won't be as mad as <laughs> Black Panther and Storm. Hopefully ah. in like 10 years, we'll get that film. There you go. <laughs> yes, in yeah, 10 one years. day, we'll get Miles. I heard Genki's coming over in Homecoming, yeah, yeah. so we. Yes. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. This was a blast, and we can wrap up the episode. This is farewell from Henry, Clara, and Betty. <laughs>